and like how we don't respect her as a mother and all of this weird stuff because I've always considered them my siblings and I still do and I could still consider her a mom. Before we got on the text chain or this gift exchange, we had learned that there were some very strong negative feelings towards us coming from some of the siblings. We also learned that they were planning on having Christmas without us, without saying anything to us. It was very frustrating for me and I felt really hurt and confused. Do you see it changing? Do you see it changing, like things happening to change it so you would... No, I see it getting worse progressively. And so Robin said to us that because of, like, we weren't respecting us, she was like, and attitude from the older kids. And I was like, I don't know why I'm trying. Just felt very, very um, defeated. We really, truly, my kids and I have felt like we got voted off the Brown family island. That That is absolutely how we have felt. She said, I'm not talking to you guys anymore. And then she told McKelty and Logan to tell us that she wasn't going to talk to us anymore. So a few days after the confrontation, we got a text message from McKelty saying that Robin and her kids weren't going to participate in this year's gift exchange. And it kind of hurt. It was just a true division. I think if you can look back and figure out where the lines were drawn... A definite line was drawn that day. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen after this. If they get together next year, I I don't know. Robin turned it into us trying to ostracize her and play the victim. And we said, no, this is about us trying to figure out how we can do this and adjust to your new Christmas rules so that we could all do this Christmas exchange because we've been doing it for 20 years. Robin never made any of the Christmas COVID rules or anything like that. That's not her job. That's my job. I made those rules. She took that, put it, whatever she, process she does, and made her the victim by doing that. She was not mean it that way. We told her that we weren't trying to, that she, she, she was, was gaslighting everyone into treating her with uh, special treatment. Literally. She was gaslighting. Because for the past, like, eight years, she's made herself the victim. Because she was the last wife. You never made yourself the victim. She she is the catalyst of all this. What and do you mean by catalyst of all of this? Of using COVID to make dad exclusive and then turning yourself into the victim and saying that it's our fault. Mm-hmm. And dad also when chose we, to spend Christmas with her instead of the rest just of us. Been, when we have just been living our own lives and protested for the sake of your marriage and mom's marriage, we protested. Once those were down the drain, we were just like, cool, we're going to do our own thing. She no longer could feel the victim because she could no longer feel us attacking her because we just gave up. We didn't care about her anymore. All of you are just kind of jerks. I don't want to be around you. And I'm tired of it. And I don't want to call them. And I don't want to talk to them. And that's why I'm done with Robin. I don't care to talk to Robin anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm doing my own thing. And Robin's mad that... She can't have this effect on our lives anymore because we just don't care anymore. And I'm not speaking on behalf of the siblings, but this is what I think all the siblings think. That this is us going, you know what, Robin? Have a father figure anymore. I would like to to say that I didn't care. Yeah. And it still hurts. Being so vulnerable. But it's okay because it's real. All right, ladies, I really can't thank you enough for doing this with me. Thank you. Thank you. New beginnings. New beginnings. Thank you. 
still to come on Sister Wives. You know, obviously my marriage is not good. I don't think I really even am married anymore. Do you know what she's talking about here? And what she's hinting at here? My heart just started pounding hard. Being here at the B&B has become my safe space. Happy anniversary to me. <laughs> Weird. been married to four women, everything's a test. Pick me, do something for me, do something for me. Hi. How's it going, sweetheart? Cody, he wants to come over and see the new apartment that I've moved into. I'm looking at this apartment, I'm like, I'm not even welcome. It did not make sense to us, because we're like, we're family, what the heck? If he were to give me what I needed in a relationship, I would stay. He's not going to stop being Robin's husband. Before we have change, we do presents and then have kids. And Robin and I are going to be like this. You're not going to separate us. He actually said to me, I have no desire, Mary, to have a relationship with you. I know that you are capable of loving me. You have loved me. Yeah, but you, you want me to be to you? It's not fair for me to be alone like I have been for years. This is a one I love. Mary's not part of the equation. Too many heartbreaks. I don't know how to let go. Screw him. It's not worth it. Welcome to Hollywood Deli. I'm your host, Blue. So listen, let's talk about a Sister Wives episode nine. Child, when I say the tea has spilled over, <laughs> this was probably... The, one of the most juiciest episodes. Some people might disagree and be like, it wasn't dramatic enough. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So it begins with a post um, of past clips. And it's uh, Mary is, we think, is getting the hint. But no, we are sadly mistaken. But we'll get into that. It then goes to Garrison's house. And Christine comes and makes dinner. Christine said that she wants to create a space, a safe space. For the kids to air out their frustrations. See what I'm saying? Christine, you over here commiserating with these kids. And you're wrong for this. But we love it. Anyway, so we're here for it. So um, it, it's been, uh, what? She hasn't been here since, uh, I think, Christmas. And it's been six months. And she uh, kept truly away from this conversation, obviously. Because it gets juicy. Christine talk, starts talking to Savannah. And Savannah admits that she doesn't um, talk to Brianna, which is Robin's daughter, who's in the same grade or around the same age as her. She said they ignore each other. Brianna said that she and Savannah are decent to each other and said that people had different opinions of the COVID rules, so we kept our distance. So she was told by her mom to keep her distance from Savannah and the other kids. That's what I believe happened. Brianna then talks about feeling shocked and confused and says Savannah doesn't care. And Brianna said it broke her heart because she grew up with her and all, all of them. And then she started doing the Robin, crying with no damn tears. And Aurora was sitting next to her, consoling her, but doesn't physically respond, Aurora. I get this is, a, this is what happens. This is the norm for Brianna. And she is baby Robin. All this time I'm thinking it's Aurora. No, it's Brianna. Brianna has taken on Robin's persona. Christine pretends she didn't know. So 
Savannah wasn't speaking to Robin's kids. Like, I I hate that they act like Janelle and Christine don't talk all the time and they tell each other the gossip. Savannah says she's always had a hard time with Robin's kids and all of her siblings, but mainly Robin's kids. Savannah then said Cody has um, been so absent that it doesn't bother her anymore. Um, Mary is now at the B&B, so it cuts to Mary, and she's renovating it, and we thought Mary understood her place with Cody. Oh, no, she didn't. She's still going to get a home in Flagstaff for what? I don't know. The kids do not visit, nor does Cody. This is all according to Mary. This all came from Mary's mouth. So what's the point in this home? I don't know. Mary then told, I'm sorry, Mary then talks about having friends and talks about having her friends man around helping, excuse me, helping her do things and how this is all new to her because Cody no longer does that. And she still believes she's spiritually married and has a commitment to Cody and thinks it's still valid, even though Cody wants nothing to do with her. Mary talks about having an easy relationship with Jen, her friend, and Jen's the one whose husband's helping her renovate the B&B. I don't know. I get homeless vibes from them. I don't know what it is. Jen and her husband, I get homeless vibes. I get they living at the B&B. I don't know. Anyway, I'm off the topic, so let me get back. Um, she says she had a re- she has a easy relationship with Jen, and she had that with Cody, and she had it with Christine, and she says she never had it with Janelle. They never even had like a laughing relationship, Mary said. The um the discussion then goes to favor having a favorite wife. And Janelle, Mary, and Christine all agree having a favorite wife kills the relationship. And I noticed one thing that Robin was absent from this discussion. She was not asked about being the favorite wife. But Cody, he, when it cuts to him, justifies having a favorite wife because he feels her loyalty. And if there is no loyalty, you're gonna struggle with a wife. First of all, what about your loyalty to your wives? Like, you show no loyalty to Mary whatsoever. You kicked her, always took her. Um, then it cuts to um, Christine again, and she's playing for the cameras because Gabe comes in and she's calling him her baby and hugging her, hugging her baby. And he's all like, I could see his face like, all right, Christine, you're hamming it up. Then Christine says, um, it's a bad idea that Garrison, Gwen, and Gabe live together. And she says all due to politics, they're too different. And I agree, probably, because they're real opinionated kids. I could see them getting into a fight and everybody wanting to move out. It then cuts to Christine talking about Truly, thinking about um, thinking that she has a good relationship with Cody. And Christine thinks that the move preserved Truly's relationship with Cody because they moved when it was still good and they just pick back up when they're when she's in town and Cody thinks that idea was ridiculous but I get what she's saying like all right I'm gonna move her while it's still good while she's still young and naive and doesn't know that she has a bad relationship with him and then every time she visits she can have a good experience with him I get what she's trying to say it just sounds crazy but I understand it Gabe and Garrison talks about not seeing Cody because he only cares about the minor children Janelle said Cody struggles to relate to his older kids because they are opinionated and no longer care to have his approval. And then it cuts to Robin. Robin has concluded that the relationship with the kids with, um, I'm sorry, Robin has concluded the relationship with Cody prior to COVID 
was good with the kids until Christine left. So she's thinking that Christine's the blame. And she partly is because she has had some influence. I'm not going to say Robin's assumption is completely off, um, but it's not all her fault because Cody also has admitted he hasn't put in to those relationships because he's angry with them. Um, the conversation then went to Secret Santa. This is the infamous text thread. Robin tried to take it, take over it, and wanted it to be done on Zoom. And Gwen said that they all thought it was not personal to be done on Zoom. It's not really, uh, they wouldn't get the vibe that she's trying to go for through Zoom. And they suggested that maybe make it a competitive, which whatever mom gets is done quickest and blah, blah, blah. Then Robin made it um, about herself, Gwen said, and turned it into a therapy session and mentioned something about trauma and past trauma. And Gwen said that, where? then this is when Gwen had me cracking up. She says, and I want to know where is the trauma coming from? Because dad prefers them. <clears throat> and that's a valid point. How can you have trauma? And not think that they don't have trauma when he's preferring you. He's spending all his time with you and your kids. It's a little hypocritical, Robin, but and delusional. Robin's very delusional and very self-directed. She cannot think outside of herself. Robin blames COVID for not um, being for COVID for her and her kids not being a part of their group. She refers to the family. Gwen then said that she was texting them, Robin, and complaining about the trauma and how they don't respect her as a mother. It then cuts to Robin's daughter saying they were made aware that there was some negative feelings towards them from the siblings, and they were planning on having Christmas without them. This is Brianna. And, of course, Brianna believes it because Brianna is baby or baby uh, Robin. And I noticed that Aurora was quiet during that whole discussion. I don't know if she, I think she knows there's two sides to every story. I think Aurora's starting to get a little hip to her mom and Brianna's still under her spell. But we now know some truth. Uh, Aurora, Dayton, and Brianna, and of course the younger kids were not a part of that text thread. So Robin was, Robin lied to us. Robin said that her kids started to defend her in the text. No, they didn't because they weren't a part of it. So how were they defending her in the text? Because she either this, she either went, twisted the story, which she does, and then um, they started, I guess, texting the kids that they may have the numbers to. Garrison then read, um, reads Robin for filth. He said, Robin turned the gift exchange into they're ostracizing her and play victim. They said, no, this is us adjusting to your new Christmas rules. It then cuts to Cody saying the Christmas and COVID rules were not um, Robin's rules. That's not her job. That's my job. And that he made the rules. And um, so then Garrison continues and he said she took that and made it, a, talking about the gift exchange, took that and made it, made herself a victim and gaslit everyone and said she was, and said, he says Robin is the catalyst of all this using COVID to make dad exclusive and painting herself as a victim and saying it's our fault. Garrison then said, they, they this is what happened with Garrison and the boys and the other kids. Garrison said they protested for the sake of Janelle and Christine's marriage. And once those marriages were down the drain, we were all cool. We 
we're going to do our own thing. She can no longer play the victim because she can no longer feel us attacking her. And we gave up and didn't care about her anymore. And Cody's response, you're all jerks. I don't think, I don't want to be around you. He even admits that he doesn't want to want to call or talk to them or be around them. So Cody, we don't believe you when you said, oh, I uh, reached out to them and they don't, they're not interested in talking to me. Garrison says that that's why he's done with Robin. And he doesn't care to talk to Robin and says Robin's mad. She, she um, can't have this effect on their lives anymore because we don't care anymore and Robin can have him. Garrison said he doesn't need Cody and Christine disagrees in her confessional and wishes Cody's behavior was better. Gwendolyn says um, she wishes could say the same, but she does. It does hurt that her dad, you know, is not in her life. And then she makes the jokes and says, who needs a dad when you have two moms? And they were that lit Janelle up. And I think she needed it because she was really down. I could tell. And then she's to Christine admitting that she didn't blend well. And Janelle admitted to with uh, uh, Robin and her kids. She said that she said they tried, but Cody accused her of bullying Robin. This is Christine. And Cody says, no, she was just a crappy sister wife who talked crap on Janelle and Mary. She, he's still barking up that tree, trying to turn Janelle against um, Christine. Mary's she's a she's a follower, so she she's going to follow that. But he's mad that what it is, is he's mad that Janelle and Christine are so close. And that he doesn't have influence over Chris over Janelle anymore. Garrison said he liked to mend his relationship with Robin's kids, but not Robin. Gwen said she'll try to um and this is what Gwen said. Gwen said um if they talk to Robin in person, she'll try to manipulate and cry. And Robin's like, they'll just think I'm a bad guy. Anything I try to do, they'll think the worst. And because you are the worst, Robin, you have done nothing but manipulate, cry, and lie, and got, got away with it. Um, Gabe speaks, and he admits. Um, Gabe finally speaks. Me, Gabe is quiet this whole time. Gabe finally speaks and admits he's talking to Aurora, and that they've told each other that they love each other, and uh, and give have given each other well wishes. And this is all per Aurora, and Brianna was shocked and stared a hole in Aurora's head. And she especially stood, um, stared when she um, heard that, when she heard her sister say that Gabe has been warm and kind. And Gwen was even shocked and was like, how are you talking to Aurora? And he told her where she would be at. And she says, I'm going to stalk her. I'm going to go over there. I can see Gwen doing that. So um, then it cuts to Christine. Uh, Christine said, Garrison has been digging deep and has been vulnerable. And Cody says that this is a divorce. And a divorce is a civil war. It don't have to be, Cody. You're turning it into that because you've been pitting these women against each other. You've been pitting these kids against each other. And now the kids are sick of playing your game and you're mad because they don't want to play your game anymore. You and Robin's game. And then he says Christine has some has been feeding flames and says Christine has some bad coming coming her way. What do you think you have coming your way? The way you've treated your wives and the way you've treated your kids. You have very bad karma coming your way, too. Savannah then starts talking and Garrison tries to shut her down and Janelle steps up and says, let her talk. Savannah says to Gwen, I think dad loves you, but he's mad at you for no reason. That's how ridiculous he sounds. Cody then says, um, um, says that for every shit talking that they do, um, 
I, I feel the same about them and that it's reciprocated pretty much. And they're all jerks, blah, blah, blah. And then Garrison said he forgive them, but they are not going to chase Robin and her kids. Garrison then um, ends the conversation because he, he started to get overwhelmed. He was done with the conversation. And they were in his house and he wanted to, he wanted to stop talking about it. And Christine and Janelle were respectful of that. Christine introduces Janelle to her friend group. And Janelle said, I'm so excited because I need friends. And that was in this this was a clip before the commercial. And then McKelty butt kiss brings Avalon to see Cody and Robin, which Cody's pleased. And Cody says that he believes that it's Tony's love for Robin, which is why Cody's um, which is why McKelty loves Robin. And I believe it too, because Christine did not embrace Tony. She doesn't like Tony and she doesn't mince words when she talks about Tony. She called him an asshole on national TV. <laughs> um, they also, Christine and Cody said, Robin embraced McKelty because the other kids were mean to her. Yeah, they they had a common bond, a common enemy, the kids. <laughs> That's why they bonded. They trauma bonded, uh, both feeling like victims of the family. Janelle and Christine go out to meet Christine's friends on her ex-anniversary, which was weird to celebrate. And Cody calls Christine and and Cody's trying to, I guess, he it was, it was weird that he caught her on that day. He claims he was trying to um, see if Truly was available, but he never asked for Truly when he knows Christine's in town. That man doesn't want to talk to Christine. He was just trying to be messy. Christine met these friends through Isabella's um, graduation party planning. And um, Christine said that her last anniversary, uh, wait, let me back up a minute. That's crazy, isn't it? Because Isabel was 18. She didn't make friends outside of the sister wives, which is Janelle, until Isabel was 18. And Isabel had to introduce her to these people. She she said that she never had any friends um, that weren't polygamous. Isn't that fascinating how isolated they are? Anyway, uh, let me get back to it. So Christine um, said that she, um, her last anniversary, she told Cody not to call her, not to post a picture, and that it's over. <laughs> Christine then does a divorce ad and says, stop pretending and get a divorce. It's better on the other side. <laughs> it, this is all in her confessional, not in amongst the friends. And Janelle was all for Christine shit talking Cody. And she says she doesn't feel any loyalty or obligation to him. And that they can keep talking. Because the friends was like, how does this make you feel, her talking about your husband like this? Um, and then Christine says she celebrates the day that she kicked out, kicked him out. And the divorce date, which is, so she counts the day she kicked him out as her divorce date. And the ex, she celebrates the ex-anniversary date. Janelle said Christine fought for that relationship. But it didn't work. And then she was put in the hot seat by the friends. And they said, um, well, uh, what about your marriage? Is everything okay? And she, she told a stone-faced lie and said, we're okay, but we struggle. And then in the confessional, she laughs and she said she didn't want to spill her guts the first day meeting these new friends. And they would think she was weird if she did that. Janelle then changed the subject to saying they are, um, the home base for the kids and how she and Jan he, she and Christine joked about, um, living together. And then Christine pulls out the smashed patriarchy cup, which I love. Christine is a mess. And it then it is then cuts to a clip of Cody de declaring patriarchy. 
Christy then tells the truth to the friends about polygamy. She said, Cody doesn't see Mary and she's lingering for Robin and the kids and lives with just Robin. And Janelle then chimes in and says, because that put Janelle in an awkward position. She says, it didn't used to be like this. It wasn't too flexed. <laughs> like try to cover up the root for the reason why she's been with this crazy man for 30 years. Janelle then defends Fligme and says, now that Christine left, everyone blames Fligme. And Janelle said, it happens in any relationship. People change. They then asked, why um, did you leave to Christine? And she said, he wasn't a good father to my kids. Christine said, polygamy isn't good. And once he finds, she said, polygamy isn't good. And then she said, once he, the man, finds the love of his life, the other wives are screwed. Which is true. It's the truth. That's essentially what happened to her. Uh, Cody says Christine forced herself into his life. And he was hurt initially when she left, but she he just wants her to stop trash talking him to her ch- to their children. Christine said they had a conversation, and and she's talking about her and Cody. And he told her that uh, she's explained this to the friends that he wasn't physically attracted to her and um, kicked her, and she kicked him out. And Christine smiled and said, kicking him out was the best day of her life. Christine admits she's still jaded. Finally, I'm glad she's getting off that. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy I'm divorced. You're not. Um, she said she's still jaded and wish um, she would. he would have been honest that he found the love of his life and said to them, let's figure out how to make the other wives, well, the other three of you work in this scenario. Christine then talks about she'll never how she'll never like Robin or Mary, but loves Janelle. Christine talked, this is all in conversation with the friends. Christine also talked about how she loved raising the kids with Janelle and says now she's being open about the divorce and the family. And so there's no more lies that's going to be happening. But I'm excited about the next episode because it's going to get juicy. And it's getting more and more cringy for Mary. Mary is begging this man to love her. So they, it gets to the point where Mary meets out, meets with Cody and Robin on the land. And he says to Mary, I cannot be the man that you want me to be to you. And Mary's like, you can love me. You have loved me before. You can do this if you wanted to. You could love me. And it's like, Mary, listen to what you said. You can you can love me if you wanted to. He doesn't want to. And then Robin is crying hysterically because she knows it's the writing on the wall. And so Robin hugs. Um, I'm, I'm Mary hugs Robin goodbye. And Robin is losing, going berserk. And that's why she was going crazy in that clip. I wanted to be on the porch with my sister wives because she lost her last income, which is Mary. And so Mary in the confessional says, well, screw him then. I'm done. I'm not going to stay here pretty much. So she finally gets the hint. And then there's also a clip of Cody trying to still linger around Janelle, and he asks to see her new apartment, which just seems nicer. This one has a bigger kitchen. And he said, I I just feel it. I'm not welcomed here. Well, you've done enough damage. Like, let the woman go. Like, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. You've turned her off. She's not attracted to you anymore. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed this episode. This was a fun episode. Anyway, make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you leave five star rating, and y'all have a good night.
Peace out, sayonara, bitches. I have not really missed Cody. I'm not pining for him. I'm not married to him anymore. So freaking awesome. I need a reason why my family got blown to smithereens. I got nice pecs and a great six-pack abs.